Good morning, America. Welcome to the Rebranding American Culture Podcast, the show where we take people who typically disagree with each other and let them fully rationalize their opinions in the public square and then hash out those details. My name is Corin, a conservative. I have my co-host here named Prince, who is moderate slash unpolitical. We hope you guys enjoy the show today, and today's episode is called So Long 2020. Let's get into it. We have our returning guest today. We have Derek here today. How you doing today, man? What up, world? I'm doing good. Hey, we have the one and only Prince here today. How we doing today? Pretty all right. Hey. All right. Just want to say to everyone listening, Happy New Year, guys. By the time this comes out, it'll be the new year. So if you made it to the new year, congratulations. If you're still in 2020 like us, well, hey, we're still surviving, you know. So I hope you guys are doing well. Today we're going to step away from the politics. I think we've had our fill. It's been a slow political week so far. And just, I think now's the time. We're just going to, it's the end of the year. Holidays are coming to and fro. So we're just going to take a chance to relax a little bit. I hope everyone had a happy Christmas, happy Hanukkah. I know Kwanzaa was a couple of days ago. So, you know, I think it's it's going to be a better year for 2021. So. Let's see today. How's everyone doing today? Um, I'm all right. I would I would say, um, you know, of course this year hasn't been the best for anybody, but it was. I think personally there has been a lot of good to come out of this year, but just twice as much bad to come out of this year at the same time, you know? Yeah, for me, when I try to look for the silver lining, it's just like a lot of things were destroyed this year, but I think once you destroy certain things, you have to make room for other things to grow. I think it's just a part of change. So right. I'm hoping in 2021, we see a lot of change from individuals, and just everyone who can hopefully improve for the better. Okay, so our first topics are what were your favorite and worst times of 2020? You can go ahead, Derek. All right. Um, Well, for me personally, um, you know, as far as like some of the best things, obviously, you know, we we graduated. Amen. And start way through. Yeah, it, it might not have been the exact way that we wanted to graduate like we weren't necessarily able to walk across the stage yeah i was looking forward to the principal holding out her hand and i was just gonna duck that i was just gonna duck the handshake like nah i'm I'm good yeah um so we we couldn't do it the normal way you know but at least at least they tried and at least they gave us something for us to remember in a way. I don't know. You know the book they gave us? Has anyone opened that book at all? Yeah, I love it. I love the yearbook. Really? The Cats game. I've yeah. helped. Not the yearbook, the um the book from the the actress that I don't know if I should name or not. not but Oh, I don't even think I actually took one of those when they were passing them out. Oops. I was forced to grab one. They gave it to me with my diploma. No way, I did grab it. My mom has it now. I read the back cover. I was just like, you said what now? Yeah. But the yearbook, however, is very good. Yeah. I could I could have swore they said you were supposed to be in there twice. 
like the size of your normal picture. I only saw myself once. So uh I've seen you here a few times. Yeah. I know who took my pictures. So if I see you, I got you. <laughs> I was only in there once outside of my um Captain Gown picture. And I know why I was only in there once because I actively ducked out and avoided people who wanted my pictures. Like I had people that was in the yearbook class telling me they needed pictures of me. And I would be like, yeah, oh, that's nah. crazy. Like I just never went. I didn't really like. I didn't even want to take the Captain Gone picture. I just Miss Taylor, she forced me to, and she paid for it. So I was just like, all right, I guess. I mean, if you paying it, I guess I got to do it now. They show like no love to like the um the indie the indie like groups and clubs. It was just athletics and like. A couple of like mostly just athletic teams where they showed off like clubs, but it's like there's more clubs than that. Look, they show they had like a bunch of pages for the athletics department, and then they had they had a little bit. They showed a out little a little bit. bit for the arts and everything that I'm a part of and stuff, you know. But it was it was nothing big. Let's say y'all could have came to the Graphic Artists Association, who helped print out half the stuff this year. I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and, uh, with our the Graphic Arts Association, it was basically just um the the graphic design team, and we like printed out and like cut and made like tickets for the year. We did a lot of like the stuff for like making flyers behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. So we could have got a little bit of love from that. But, yeah. Hey, did they? I don't think they did pictures with the Graphic Novel Club too. I was in that, but hey. It doesn't pay to be a nerd. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. I mean I, I mean, I ended up getting a little bit of extra shine near the end of the yearbook because I was one of the ones that Miss Taylor was calling upon to um, figure out a bunch of names for a bunch of people in the pictures that she had. There were so many spelling mistakes in that book, though. Yeah, they were. That was they rough. Yeah. But I mean, hey, what can you do? She she tried her best, and for what it was worth, she did a pretty good job with it. Some of them pages are corny, I'm just saying. Uh, yeah, here and there. So you could have had the graphic design team do but uh, It probably wouldn't even be good for us to do it, because I'll be honest, I do not know like half the people in my grade at all. Like I did not know. I was surprised at how many people I did know and how many names I was able to actually like give her for yeah. the pictures. Because if you know me, you know I don't have that many friends. Yeah, we had a that was a pretty big year. Weren't we like one of the biggest classes that they had? Yeah. Yeah, because if you if you remember at the beginning of the year, a lot of people from like freshman year ended up coming back oh yeah they did because then we have like a thousand kids yeah so it was like basically we almost had the same amount of kids in our class that we had freshman year so that's crazy i guess that was true they say you you leave like that high school and then you come back senior year just to get it that's crazy so we were one of the classes where Miss Phillips was kind of wrong on that aspect. Yeah. 
She said, look to your left, look to your right. Mm-hmm. Hey. Uh, yeah, I had, like, I only, like, only, like, really lost, like, one friend. But, like, that was because he moved, not that he flunked out. Yeah. And yeah. this year, you know, as far as, like, people that I've lost, you know, majority of them have been due to, like, unfortunate, like, deaths and stuff. Well, I was talking about the school year. I wasn't talking about dying. Oh, oh, my bad. I, I, I was, I was I mean, hey, speak the truth, brother. Well, taking a dark turn, there. <laughs> I didn't. That's the thing. I didn't mean for it to take a dark turn, but you know, it's been a dark year. So, I yeah. Thing about cast, I didn't have a lot of. I didn't have a lot of friends. You had a lot to of lose. Group. <laughs> I didn't have a lot of friends to lose, so everybody else, like, I'm, I'm pretty, I have most of the people, and if I lost them, I don't really see it as me losing them, because depending on what happened, it's more so they lost me, so. That's true. I feel the same way as, like, the people, like, I think, especially like, throughout this year, like, you see, like, who your real friends are, and, like, you really see, like, who's who's there for you. I think I, I I learned a lot about like who's actually here for me, and who was just like you know we were friends, or we talked to each other just because we happened to be near each other. Like I remember when I was uh, when I was even told that everything was locking down, I was uh, at one of my, I was at Stevens house and I was bleaching my hair. We like we was uh, bleaching our hair, and then my grandma called me and was like everything's locking down. I need to come back home, and I'm like no. <laughs> I don't I know. The and then I'm just sitting there, like everything locking down. And then I, I heard it on the news that stuff was happening. So I just called, like, the, I called the people who came to mind first. I just, like, every like everybody received the call. And I'm just like, hey, you good? Where you at? How the fuck? How your family doing? Like, I just went to everybody. And throughout that period of time, I didn't contact everybody every day. But you hear from me within like every week, just like, hey, yeah, what's happening? Okay. Yeah, I meant to tell you, I appreciated that. Yeah, I didn't tell you. That was a great thing you did. Yeah, for, for me, it was just like, you know, checking up on like the people who are important to me and just staying updated. Cause like, you know, I wanted, like, if someone had a question about something, I wanted to be able to like answer their question. Like, that was the, big one for me is keeping up on the news and how things were moving. Yeah. Switch jobs this year. When made more money now, so hey, I can't complain. I'm still looking for one, you know. Yeah. Just one. Target did not accept me, unfortunately. Oh, that's crazy. It's it's wild, I know, you know, but it's like, oh well. And they might have had a bunch of candidates. I heard like a lot about that. Like a lot of people, like they decided not to go to college this year, and they just hopped on to getting jobs. So they might have had a bunch of candidates already. And it's and it's understandable, you know, if a lot of a lot of kids decided to skip out on the first year and kind of like wait. A hundred percent. Like I. I do not blame you at all if you was like, yeah, I'm not going to college till everything opens back up. Because it is yeah, you know, a complete struggle. I'm like, y'all talking was... about me? And, uh, 
Because <laughs> that's literally like I'm like I'm not going until like I could go into the building and actually feel like I have a purpose to be doing it. Yeah. Like like. Yeah. Well, it it might not be that much longer. Real talk. Um, yeah, I heard like having like plans for uh for the school. So like you know we we'll see. But like it just depends on like how the governor moves and how everybody else moves. You know? Yeah, because like for Wayne in particular, because I go to Wayne State, um, during the semester that just passed, um, we it started out. Excuse me. It started out um, where you know. Majority of, majority of the classes were either online or asynchronous, but there were a select few classes that were actually in person. Did you have any uh, in-person classes? Yeah, I actually had two back-to-back on oh, wow. Tuesdays and Thursdays. Yeah. Thankfully, they were both in the same building and they were both music classes, but you know, it, it did happen like that. It wasn't until like November Oh, near wow. the end of the semester when they shut everything down again and we had to move those classes online. So, Man, music classes must be terrible online. Well, for me this year, they really weren't. You know, and I, I would say it's because of the fact that um, our teachers made it work. They made it like fun you know that's good you know like we would do like group projects um online and each group would have like a would assign would have like an assigned editor that just knew how to work videos and edit things properly so we could like create songs virtually without having to be in the same room now, for my group in particular, you know, we did things slightly different with a lot of our um, projects that we did. Um, we were able to actually meet at one of our members' houses. Shout out to Zach for um, accommodating everybody. And we were able to record. He has a studio, a whole studio down in his basement. There you go. That's good. So, so we were able to do it that way and everybody just recorded their part and then once the audio was done then we would all um, just record ourselves kind of lip syncing the parts and stuff like that. Yeah, like, I, honestly I think like music class is like some of the best things to take especially around here. Like, I didn't get any because of just the way how my schedule was set up and how I have a different major. So honestly, yeah. like throughout all of this, I think music has been one of like the biggest things helping people get through things. Like, like I right. see, like I found myself going to like a bunch of older songs and you see a whole bunch of people like from songs that are like 10 years old. Like, man, I remember this, like listening mm-hmm. in 2020. So I think music has been a big way to help people get through the entire year. Yeah, music has been, music has been, my way of staying sane for the last seven years, 
because it was about it was about six or seven years ago when mm -hmm. I first got into like music like heavily. I liked it before, but I took a deep dive when I got to like the sixth grade, and you know it it helps. It's a major like stress reliever and everything. Whether you're listening to it or performing it, you know. It doesn't matter. They both hold the same amount of weight, for me at least. What about you, Prince? Like, how has like, music helped you throughout the pandemic? Um, similar to him, but it comes like, um, my main, though I didn't only listen to uh, rap, my main thing was usually rap. So, Pandemic made me go into something I don't listen to, like country music. Oh yeah, it like, like it just, that's that's a topic. Like, like I don't have me. Sorry for cutting you off, but um, yeah, like what, like what different type of music genre did you dive into because of the pandemic? It had me opened up to um, I got deeper into like rock, metal, country like music and. Fine. Alternative, alternative, alternative versions of those same genres. Though I am still like you know, hip hop is me, and like soul is and jazz is like next. But yeah, I broke into a lot of different genres that I hadn't really touched on or refused to touch on. Touch on. You joined the dark side. You're good, this time, like. I didn't like Cardi or anybody that was like similar to Cardi because they mumbled and I didn't know what they were saying. But I decided, okay, we're gonna go take a listen to them now. You know, take the time out of her life to get going, see what they're about. But music helped me this entire year, as it always does for the majority of my life. Kind of just helping me uh, stay up, especially this year because. Rest in peace to soul. Mac Miller, they dropped circles. And yeah. Yeah. I'm not gonna go yeah. into it, but circles. I would give it. It, give it a listen. If I could, if I could please talk about circles right quick and just how okay, so Circles is the only Mac Miller album that I own in my record collection. Um, I'm trying to get Swimming also, another great album. But Circles mm -hmm. in particular, I think it's his best work. You know, not just for the creativity, not just for the production, but it's it kind of, in a way, it kind of serves as like the perfect goodbye. I did not know this. Circles had a deluxe yeah. album. Yeah, it serves as a, it serves as a goodbye sort of the perfect goodbye for him to his fans, you know, and the people that loved him. And it, everything about it just sounds so perfect. It's kind of somber. Yeah, it's kind of, it's sentimental, I think. Yeah, but it just, it's like, it's like feel good, yet sad at the same time. It's, it's hard to explain, you know. But I, I do think it's his best work. I also believe it's it should have been considered for album of the year. But obviously, we won't get into that at the moment, you know.
uh, yeah. It's like for me, like I, I really got into electronic music, like EDM and progressive house, drum and bass, like a lot of just that electronic genre that I really was ducking and dodging. Like I really, like when I, when I first heard it like a long time ago, I was like, yeah, this is never gonna be for me. And then I started listening to people like Marshmallow and Kygo and Zed, just a whole bunch of people and just learning a lot about the genre. It's influencing the music that I make now. And I think it's had a really good influence on just me as a musician and me as a person just breaking stuff down, not always having to be focused on the lyrics and just really focusing on the music and the feel. Yeah. I guess for me personally, um, well, um, one of these things isn't this, isn't a genre at all, um, but um, rock music. I don't. I, I had already had a love for rock beforehand, but during this entire time, I've kind of taken a, a deep dive into like the catalogs of like. Queen and the Beatles and Jimi Hendrix was one of my favorites now. Um, and even and even like more so the metal side of things with like Metallica and then the grunge type with Nirvana and Allison Chains and the rest of them. Um, you know, but and and on the other side of things, um Things get dark and dreary. Now all of a sudden, everybody will listen to rock music. Now that's crazy. <laughs> I've been yeah, um, yeah. Rock music is great. Um, it deserves a lot more love from the black community, especially considering that we were kind of the originators. Yeah, we made rock and roll. Yeah, very. You know, um, but yeah, I, I. I think you see influence from it though, and like modern hip hop, hip hop and stuff like that. Though. Yeah, you can't help but see it. But um, as far as it's it's one artist in particular that I really took a deep dive into listening to, and I'm not sure how fond you two are of his music, but I made it a mission over the summer, over those three months to um, listen to the entire catalog of Prince. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I literally went just about, if not week by week, then day by every other day and listened through all 30 plus albums that he had. This crazy. And I I wasn't I wasn't really disappointed. You know. He he's one of the more creative out there artists. Like he can give you rock, he can give you funk, he can give you pop, you know, and he can just make it all sound good. So if you haven't listened to any of his stuff, like for real, for real, aside from maybe like the hits that you would already know. Yeah. Um, if I could suggest three albums, Sign of the, Sign of the Times, 
which I think is his best work. Um, Purple Rain, obviously. And then 1999, those three albums must listen. What do you guys album of the year? This year? Yeah, this year. No. Mine has been the same for the entire year. Circles. As far as like overall album of the year, I have circles as well. But if we're talking like going down through like the only real genre that that matters this year in particular, as far as like rap album of the year, I would say no pressure by logic. You know, I was a big, big fan of his final album. Um, I don't think it's going to be his final album, but, you know. Pop. I think he's done. You think so? For now. I feel like rappers who announce their retirement don't fully retire. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Jay kind of did that yeah. at one point, you know. But um, if we're going by, like, the Grammys... And those nominations, then Alfredo is that rap album of the year. Yeah. And I I I guess what are what are even the album of the year nominees, considering that after hours wasn't nominated. That's true. Circles wasn't nominated, I don't think either. Yeah, Circles wasn't nominated either. Album they don't know what music is. They they really don't. Let us not forget that Macklemore won a Grammy over J. Cole, Kendrick Lamar, Jay-Z, and Kanye West. In the same year. Let's see here. That's the best rap. As follows. Folklore by Taylor Swift. Woman in Music by Haim or Ham, however it's pronounced. Black Pumas by Black Pumas or Black Pumas. Feature Nostalgia by Dua Lipa. Everyday Life, Coldplay, D. Jesse, I don't know what that says, Jacob Collier, Hollywood's Bleeding, Post Malone, which is, isn't surprising, and Chilombo by Gene Aiko. Aiko. I understand that we are in the midst of a pandemic, but the Grammys got to do better. Grammys is like good stuff. The Grammys kind of do that. <laughs> it's like, hey, it is what it is. Like, I, it, it still boggles my mind. Like, you're not going to take... Just, uh, just a hard back to... How did Coldplay get a nomination? Really? That's crazy. Just, just a hard back to that, that Macklemore win. There's no way a Macklemore album beats to Pimp a Butterfly and 2014 Force of Drive for rap album of the year. Oh yeah, just briefly, like my album of the year was um, Wake Up Sunshine by All Time Low. Like that came like right before my birthday and I was feeling pretty bad back then, but then they released the album and 15 songs, I wouldn't skip a single one. It got top 10 album of the year for all radio. They got the first number one single with Monsters featuring Black Bear and other great artists I checked out this year. And just a big shout out to them. They have been, they've been a group for well, way longer than any rap, not rap, but on pop punk groups. Like they, 
have like stayed like true to themselves longer than a lot of pop punk groups they made. So I would recommend it, even if you weren't a big fan. Like you know, if if you're stepping into the rock genre, I definitely say it's a it's a good album to just see some of that energy. Okay. What do you think is going to come of 2021? Like, what do you think we're going to see as we move forward into the new year? I want to see the fall off. Yeah. <laughs> After he promised it in 2020. But Watch him drop it this 31st. So, let's see. We got, well, we got Drake dropping, and I know Prince does not, is not a fan of Drake at all. I ain't a big fan either, dog. I'm gonna keep it. But uh, you, you got it. See, for me, I respect the artists and the artistry. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna give it a listen. You know, so I the will problem. be. Go ahead, go ahead. I will be listening out for um, that, and hopefully Cole, gives, hopefully Cole gives us the fall off. Hopefully Kendrick drops. If not, I'm not pressed. The problem with Drake is not that he's a bad artist and not that he hasn't achieved things. I know he's achieved a lot. Only My problem with him as far as listening to him is that I get tired of him recycling the same album constantly. It's yeah. like he dropped... Um, wait, let me see. What came after... I forgot the name of the album where he's sitting there. The one where Mar- the one Mar- Marvin's Room is on. Oh, Take Care. Okay, yeah, so that's the name of it. So he dropped Take Care and then made the same album every year. He just made it with updated sounds. I wouldn't like, say I that. Don't, okay, like not, not like the not the he like the singing, the singing. Oh well, the sad singing, the sad heartbroken. I'm in my feelings singing. Like I don't I don't have a problem with it because a lot of artists could do it, but when he does it. It always seems like I'm listening to the same song. But then he comes with like Duppy Freestyle, Emotionless, and like the uh, Zero to 100. Like, like, I like the rapping. I hate it when he sings because it, it's not for him. Well, but the singing ain't for a lot of artists, though. Well, see, we'll see. And listen, listen. We, we all love J. Cole here. Amen. We, yeah. we all love J. Cole here. Understand that. But. The same could be said for J. Cole now. Hey, yes, yo. it can. No, it can. Yeah. Right? The love songs. 2014. They're horrible. Oh, yeah. damn. <laughs> They're horrible. Now, look, his love songs are better than his first debut album. Sure. But yeah. I, 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 can, I can agree with that. I don't like, I like uh, KOD photograph. I, I can listen to it. Like, I can listen, like, I can play the entire album and not skip it. But it's like, I don't. I'm not gonna go out of my way to be like, hey, yeah, turn that on. Like, t- like no. Yeah, I don't friends. like friends, window pane. Yeah, I don't oh, like KOD as an album. Damn. I am like, listen. It, I thought it, Cap- it was a work in progress. I thought DiCaprio two and Taboo were miles ahead of it. Uh, honestly, I remember when that. When the, the day came out, the morning after it came out, no, no, yeah, the morning it came out. It was a Friday. The Friday I got there, so I listened to it on my way to school. As soon as I got there, 
had to ask you about it because it was Ross class and she didn't teach. So we had all year hour to talk about it. Yep. DiCaprio 2 was and still is amazing. Yep. Is it better than KLD? Yes. Yes. Yeah. But there are songs on KLD that, that would be bad. That, that's like that you can't like ignore. Like I yeah, like brackets. Yeah. yeah, brackets is the best song on there. Yeah, I like brackets. I like friends because I could relate more. I could relate to that song the most. I like Window Pain. Like those, the last three songs that came, those were like, though the album might not have been one of his best, they're like at the top. I I like those, but the Capio 2, yeah, that was, it did top it. I could see, yeah. 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 Um, so, so yeah, I mean, I, I agree with you on the Drake sentiment. Um, you know, I do wish that he would rap a lot more than he would sing because, like you said, you hear Duppy freestyle, it's fire. You hear tracks like Western Road Flows off of Views. You hear um, Tuscan Leather off of Nothing Was the Same. That's a and, great song, man. Yeah, Tuscan Leather is one is like top tier Drake for me. You know, but then, but then he throws in one dance. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then he throws in the yeah. song where he sampled Lauren Hill, and I forgot what the name of it was, but you know the song I'm talking about. <laughs> nice for what? <laughs> nice for what? Like, then, like, then he throws in um the, the song with Rihanna, but I also work. Work he wasn't a me. bad song. Work was not a bad mm-hmm. song. I, I didn't like it, but he's like, he's a, uh, he's a pop artist. That could shine as a rap artist, but like, like he, like he started as rapping, but then saw pop had that like boom appeal because everybody yeah. like, like Post Malone, he, he apparently a rapper. He wanted to be a Jay Z, Chris Brown hybrid, and I personally think he got it, Loki. Yeah, yeah, you know. Cause when, cause when he raps, real talk, Drake can be considered as um, among the greats. Real talk. I would he that. can rap. Yeah. He just, I don't, I'm, I just, I get tired of, I like, like with Kendrick. The reason, like, yeah, Kendrick. I will say Mike Millie. No, not Mike Millie. The reason why I like certain artists, I enjoy, like, like Smino. I like it when you change up the sound you're going for. Yeah. Or the theme, or something like change, change up. Don't approach with. Don't give us the same thing or the same approach. Switch it up. I think yeah, Drake I doesn't switch it up a lot. To change a lot of people's music. I wonder who's gonna blow up in twenty twenty one. Like, what is this post pandemic like? Not that it's a pandemic; it's over. But like, just like that first, like just brunt of just pandemic. Like, what is that gonna spawn? What is that? What's gonna put people on to artists? Like, what type of uh, topics are they gonna bring? I think next year is gonna be a is is gonna be a breakout year, really, for um, for Jid in particular, because he. Cause from what I've from what I've heard, he has a project on the way, you know. 
So good to you. Um, Corday as well. I think Corday is going to do pretty good next year, also, but it's going to be dominated by the big three Drake, Cole, and we going to hope and pray <laughs> that Kendrick Lamar drops an album. Because <laughs> it's, been, it's been three going on four years at this point. I need new Kendrick. Yeah. And no, the Black Panther soundtrack does not count. <laughs> I'm looking forward to a Trauma Factor by Nothing Nowhere. He's a, a new newer artist. He's up and coming. But he's he's got that dedicated fan base. So I think when he drops, I believe he's dropping in like February. It's gonna be great for him. Uh, let's see who else is like dropping in like the rock sphere. Uh, I, I heard I heard a rumor that Michael's estate might be dropping another posthumous album. Oh. No, no, not now. Escape wasn't bad. It was actually very, very good, but we don't need another. The problem with it is that this is like they, they. I like what they did with Escape. They put the original songs on there too for Deluxe. They put the original songs on there, which should have been the album itself. But the problem with it is that like before Escape, you got Michael. Why is Fifty Cent on there? Yeah. <laughs> like yeah, and I like I like Fifty Cent. Well, why is he on the song Michael Jackson? Oh, and I don't get it. Like I feel like they might, and it tends to happen with it, like most artists, with the exception of Mac Millie, and for now the exception of um Pop Smoke. They they die, and then their estate or team or management they just drop some music and be like, we don't care about what's going on, we don't care about what like what it could have sounded like. Like no. Though I would, I would love new Michael Jackson music. I wouldn't want to hear what they do to it unless they gave it in yeah, this original true. form. Yeah, like listen, and that's another thing we got to talk about. How a lot of pop, a lot of these estates for these certain artists, they be doing a disservice to the artist's legacy by putting out half done mid to trash posthumous albums. Like it's only been a handful of albums released after the artist passed that have been actually good. That's true. You know, prime example. Yeah. Prime example of a state messing up XXX. Yeah. Like none of the posthumous albums have been good. Cause like wasn't it like skins that wasn't too bad, but it was like the other one. Yeah, Bad Vibes so. Forever literally had a song where he they had most, if not all of the no no not even all. I know it's not all. I went through it. Most of their songs, it's almost as if he's just on the chords, literally yeah. just on the chords. of his like, own song, just yeah. hooks. <laughs> How? Yeah, can you be the chorus of your own song? It, that that type of stuff makes no sense. But yeah, like some people have done it right, you know. Circles was good, shoot for the yeah. stars and for the moon was good. Yeah. Escape, obviously. Um, until the end of time. Yes, yes, Pox yes. Album. Yeah. But even even after that, with Pox Estate, you know, better days, 
It has some jewels on it, but it's not good. I, I just like, never die if it's that bad. You know. But for, me, the, but for me, the top of the top is probably life after death. Honest. Yeah, like, especially as a musician, like myself, like, when I come up with an idea, if I'm, like, if I just start, or, like, it's bare, like, it's just bare coming together, that is not the finished product at all. Like, it can go through dramatic changes just even slightly it just it can just evolve so for people to be putting out a whole bunch of posthumous albums it's just not going to be the same yeah I expect Chance the Rapper to <laughs> he he's already at the cliff uh-huh. I expect him to jump I'm sorry. <laughs> My bad. This is, is like, when hot lemonade. I was just like, oh wow, this will be doing. Like this man this year, not only did he cuss out and block a bunch of fans on Twitter for criticizing the big day, which for the mm-hmm. record, the big day was trash. Let let the record show. But he compared Justin Bieber's album that he released this year to Off the Wall. Oh wow. By Michael Jackson. That is. He bought the rapper been bugging. He not now listen, if you know me, you know how much I love Off the Wall. I think it's his best album. Right before we started this, I was just playing it. It was one of the Newer records that I bought for my record player, you know. But Chance, uh, Chance got married. All of a sudden, he just got these crazy, like hot takes. It's like maybe, he he feel a little too good. Maybe Chance shouldn't have got married. <laughs> and yeah. not trying to diss your relationship. Being married, that's a great thing. That's beautiful. But you, I, you, yeah. you stop with these. You just. Like you just like you just got head or something, so now you about to make a crazy uptake. Like yeah. you just a little bit too confident in yourself. <laughs> yeah, pre-marriage chance was way better than this chancellor Bennett chancellor. that we have now. <laughs> I I don't think Jack Harlow has been doing pretty well throughout 2020. I think he's gonna continue to see some uh, big things coming from him. I, I love Jack's album. He he did he yeah. did his thing. He he on the come up. He's gonna be like a. He might I be a front a, runner for twenty twenty one. I have a feeling he's gonna be what MGK should have been. Dang. <laughs> you know, MGK did the switch up. Uh, shout out to his his switch to the pop punk genre this year. <laughs> I think it, it was it was a good, that was a good album for me. And, and it made him switch. Yeah. If Jack is smart, he won't diss Eminem. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Let's not keep the white rappers to themselves. Yeah. If anything, he'll try to get a feature with him. You know. I mean, speaking so of throwing way- my two cents in here before we continue on, Jack Harlow's album I have yet to hear, but I've heard some of his older projects like Confetti, Sweet Action, and a bit from I think it was called. Luke. Might have been called loose. I don't know, but yeah, he's he's pretty good. Though I hope he doesn't do as the baby did and 
continue on with some of their sounding songs or yeah. beats like he did with What's Popping. Uh, like like What's Popping was his breakout song. He doesn't have he has songs with the same energy, but I feel like he I hope for him. mix it up a bit. Yeah, it's like for a lot of artists, especially nowadays, it's like you feel the need to keep putting out like whatever works. If it ain't broken, don't fix it. But like to once you keep doing it and you get stuck in the motion, it's just because you see those numbers that people are gonna still like rock with it. That's the problem. Cause like you see the numbers, like those numbers aren't because like the music is particularly great, it's because you're popular. I feel like that was like the baby's downfall. You can see him like changing. Like what's like his new song? It was like blind or something. Like you can see, like he's feeling like the different vibe. But it's like you can't be popular and releasing all these songs that sound the same because most of the time it's just because you you're popular, not because people are like loving each song. Yeah. Also, um, because because we brought up Kirk, right? Um, I hope the baby turns things around. This year, because blame it on baby was not it. Yeah, it it just was not. And people understand this. I feel like like a lot of like his criticism is deserved. But I think some people just be slamming on this dude. Like, dang. No, I listen. I like him. I like him. I like a lot of his music, but it's just like that album sucked. Jeez. You know, and people. And when I when I speak bad about it and like kind of like criticize him because his mu- his music this year was not up to par to like the album before this before Blame It On Baby, Kirk, or even Baby um, on Baby. Yeah, Baby on Baby. Yeah. You know, people automatically kind of like get an attitude with me and think, oh, I don't have music taste. First of all, if you think the baby is the top tier for your music taste, you need to sit down. Right. And and the same can be said about Megan too. Because I like Megan. Right. Oh, be careful now. Don't be sexist. They come for you. Listen. Next is Kanye fans are like listen, are like K pop. I'm one to always keep stuff real. Good News was not a good album. It's ironic, but it's not a good album. <laughs> you know, it mm. sucked in comparison to like Fever and uh, Tina Snow, which were both fire mixtapes, in my opinion. I feel like too many artists are like getting big off, like, and like getting big heads off of being hated. Like, how many artists, like, drop songs and, like, they get big numbers and, like, they don't see the criticism or, like, they just dismiss everything else as haters? Like, I think, like, as artists, they're going to have to, like, just shape up be like, you know what? Maybe I'm not that, I'm not that mother. It's, like, not everybody who come out and get them big numbers. It's not like Michael Jackson back in the day where you had to sell the records because now it's streaming. So you can get that distribution. But that don't exactly mean that you the next the next great star. You just got the numbers because you popped them. Like that thing Here's what my thought has been this entire time. Though he isn't really here, so it wouldn't it wouldn't really be him dropping music. I want to hear more um 
more, like not even a lot. It could be a small five song EP, but I, I want to hear more pop smoke music. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I in my opinion, pop smoke with the short amount of time and the small amount of albums he has, he's, he was better than the baby to me. Yeah. Yeah. He's better than Megan to me. Yeah. He's on the same level as Jack, Har- Jack Harlow now. Like, no, like, no kidding. He would have been our generation's 50 cent. Yeah. Like he would have did great. Yeah. It's hard to find, like, the next 50 cent. It's like, you just yeah. don't see it. Like, and the reason I say that is because I could hear 50 cent rapping over a drill beat. Shout out to drill beats. Those got popular well, this year. Yeah. You know, so I like, you know, we always do the comparisons between our generation and comparison to the past. You know, I call Kendrick our gens, Andre 3000. Um, I call Cole our Nas. Drake is our Jay Z. Yo, speaking of which, you know, what is like your big like hot take that you make and like people just look at you like, oh, for real? Or like you get hate for it? (laughs) Okay. Um, You want me to go first? (laughs) Airing ourselves out today. Go ahead. I got, I got, I can split you one right now that Derek don't like. All right. Your boy is the most. He's been the most consistent rapper. Stop that for line. the last five years. Please stop that line. Mm. I one of the top rappers. Not not in terms of ability, Murray, but one of the top rappers. He is consistent. Of the last four to five years. Yeah, he's consistent. Consistently garbage. Hey, <laughs> So you you got a point. He's consistent. Oh, <laughs> he hasn't tapped just, into his inner young boy yet. He's he's just um, mine's eye ain't open. Good. What else? Um, I think Anita Baker is the greatest female artist of our of all time. Who am I to oppose? Yeah, I was. I haven't like shown like. I recently got into like a few female artists like Cruella and like Ashanti, and then somebody else I forget to name. But I haven't mostly listened to like a lot of female artists besides people like Haley from like Paramore. So I gotta show a lot more love to the female artists. Go listen to go listen to Rapture. That whole album is not a single skip on there by Rapture by Anita Baker for sure. In um, that whole five album span, that had Rapture, that had the songstress Rapture, giving you the best that I got. Composition, Composition. Of love. Yeah, she does not miss on any of those albums. Whatsoever, you know, you cannot, you cannot name me another female artist that did that. 
not Beyonce, not Whitney, not Aretha, Mariah, nobody. She's on that page alone. That's true. Well, maybe, maybe Shadi, maybe. Like that's the only person I could see. You know. That is crazy. What is, what is a hot? I got a lot of hot takes. Uh, a lot of good and bad ones. I think a, a hot take is just like K-pop would be so much better without the fans. It's like I can, like once you get past the fact that you can't understand what the hell they're saying, they got good music selection. Like Asian countries, like they have like just a certain just style. Like especially in Japan, which isn't Korean. But like they like their like music, especially when they like diversify it or like do like jazz, not jazz, but a Japanese like rock and like J rock and just jazz. Like they do a lot. Like like even in like K pop, like they do have like good music. It's just that I can see where people come from. Like the stance that K pop has just absolutely destroys it as a genre. Because like you say one bad thing. That all of a sudden you is famous on Twitter. You just you getting death threats from thirteen year old girls. Okay, so KLD was a good album, not a great album, but a good album. Lauren Center is not as bad as people say it is. Kendrick Lamar is not the greatest of all time. Exactly. Free Juice Word is not the greatest freestyler. Um, Never was freestyler. Hey. I don't care if he freestyled for an hour. <laughs> Wasn't impressed for that whole hour. So y'all can that, listen. That is true. I've been no impressed. One. I've been impressed more by Royce and King Los on LA Leakers only doing like 15, maybe even like 10 minutes of a freestyle than Juice World doing an hour. Yeah, People throw that up. In my face, I don't know if you like heard of like the artist Token. Like he did like some freestyles on like Shave nine forty five. Like that man can freestyle. Like he, oh, yeah. it's a lot of good. It's a lot of good freestylers. Token, Simba, you know, King Los. Like I said, you know, it's a few of them. Even Logic. I would not oh, mind man. if Eminem retired from music. I think he's had his. I think he's had his time. Like, no disrespect, I've been an Eminem fan for a long time, but he just be saying some real retarded stuff sometimes now. Before I go on to that, no one did better than Kanye West between 2002 to 2010. Talk your shit. Talk your shit. That's facts. Yeah. That's total facts. Working on the Blueprint, the Black Album, College Dropout, Late Registration, Graduation, 808s are heartbreak, and then topping it all off with my beautiful dark twisted fantasy. No, serious. solidified himself with one of the greats. Like people the, tend to just look at the first three, but it's the first five for me. The greatest rap artist there ever has been. Yeah. Hands down. Okay, I would um, if he retired at all. Like he makes like. Like for the past couple albums, it's just like I'm. I, I understand people don't like you and that they say you should retire, 
But I don't need to hear it. Like, what else are you doing, bro? Yeah. It's like, I'm not saying he doesn't make good songs. He definitely does. It's like, there's a lot of people just trash. Like, say he can't make a good song, like, to save his life. Like, he has his songs. But, like, I'm getting tired of the same topic. Like, if he gonna make another album, I need to hear, like, a more in-depth, like, you need to bring it back and, like, talk about maybe stuff you've gone over and you've revisited but it's like I know it's your it's your thing, but like at this point, I think I'm done hearing about how the labels and like people don't like you. Okay, so here's the thing about Eminem. Now, um, last three albums: Need to Be Murdered by, Kamikaze, Revival. Yeah, there'd be no Kamikaze without Revival. True. To be learned by his own entity. So the problem with this is that, or the problem with that, I don't, I don't, I don't wake up thinking, man, new Eminem, great. But I don't have a problem with does drop. The thing about it is that, see, yeah, I don't have a problem. Um, the the, the problem is is that he tried giving uh, a different type of feel, tried giving something else with revival. And people complained. Yeah. Try going back to his roots and people complained. You are one of those people who are complaining. <laughs> I'm not, I'm like, when I see, like, I'm, com- I'm not like saying like he doesn't drop good songs, but I'm just saying like, because I'm not seeing, because it's like for, uh, what's, what's the name of it? Kamikaze. That was, it was mid. I liked Revival, actually. I feel like a lot of that hate he got on that was undeserved. For music to be murdered by, there's a lot of good songs on it. Like, he can get into his back and do it. It's just like, you can't be like, oh, you complain. I'm not saying he doesn't make good music. I'm not saying that he makes great songs. But then you get those other songs on the album that's just mid. All right. So... So when I, when I when I talk like this, I always want to start with Go ahead, Doctor Uma. I I always want to start with love. Here. I'm like Joe Budden. Shout out shout out to Joe Budden and the Joe Budden podcast. I always I start, to them recently. They good. Yeah, I always start with love. Eminem is number eight on my top ten rappers of all time. Damn, and well, and well deserved. You know, I don't agree with people who call him the greatest of all time. That's far from the truth. But he's he's number eight for me. Um, there's no denying that he is one of the most skilled rappers, has one of the greatest flows I've ever heard. Um, he definitely can out-rap our, any of our favorite rappers. Most likely. Oh, no doubt. Uh, but <sighs> honestly, the last couple of years, I've, I've questioned why Eminem still feels the need to release albums. Or, or better yet, to release albums as consistent yeah. as he has been the last couple of years. 
you know you know why Jay-Z only releases albums every few years as of late. It was if you remember from Magna Carta to 444, there was a huge, there was quite a gap. It was like four, what, four years? Yeah. Yeah, four years. Yeah, you know, and you know why that before you continue. Before you continue, the thing with it is that um, here's what I was about to go on to say before I uh, continued on. Uh, 2013, Magna Carta dropped. 2013, the Marshmallows LP2 dropped. And then he dropped Revival 2017, the same year as Jay-Z. He, and I just wanted to throw this out there for me. He, I would have been fine with him stopping after Marshmallows LP2. Yeah. With that being one of my favorite Eminem albums, that he would have been fine with him dropping that. But go ahead. Yeah. Eminem has three classic albums, in my opinion. The Slim Shady LP, mm-hmm. the Marshall Mathers LP, and the Eminem Show. Marshall Mathers LP being my favorite of the three. Um, now, this is not me saying that those are his only three good to great albums. No, that's not the case. I think, I think after like the second or third listen all the way through, Relapse was very good. Um, the Mathers LP 2 was good also. Um, but yeah, I just... It, for me, it's, I'm confused. Yeah. Because like when I, I see a new Eminem song, I'm not like, oh, why is he releasing? He washed up. I'm not, I'm not going in with hatred. I'm just like, you don't really need to drop another song, or you don't need to drop an album every year. Like you drop two in one year, you don't really need to do. You're not. It's like you, you're not the underdog anymore. Yeah, you don't have. It's like it's like he's dropping albums because he feels like he has something to prove. You know, and it's like, what more can you prove? Your name is solidified. You are one of the greatest of all time, whether anybody likes it or not. So I don't I don't get it, really, you know, because he he's still it's like for me, he's kind of like on on music to be murdered by a kamikaze. We we don't we don't speak on revival. I hated that album. Oh, wow. Um, um, but yeah, like on kamikaze and music to be murdered by. Say it again. So welcome water didn't do it for you. I we we gonna we gonna talk about that at another time and discuss my disdain for it. But um yeah, on kamikaze and music to be murdered by in particular, it's almost like he's still rapping like he's trying. And I feel like if you're an artist who is solidified, who is recognized among the greats, who has done literally everything that there is to do in the game, why are, why are you still sounding like you're hungry? 
you know. Jay-Z dropped 444. Jay-Z sounded like he dropped it in his sleep. He did the whole, all the sessions in his sleep. He was rapping like it was nothing. And still dropping fire. Okay? He made it, he made it sound so easy. You know? He made it sound easy and good at the same time. That's why it's one of my favorite albums. Because he didn't, he did he did he really try? He he didn't have to try. That's the thing, you know. Now not every now for every artist that is not the case because we we see the track that Kanye is on at the moment. Um, I don't think we, the gospel album was half bad. Moving on, but um, <laughs> people brush past that too. It's like no one no one really covered it. Um, but, but yeah, like, M, M is just, it's like, you don't have to try anymore. We get it. We understand, you know, stop getting mad at everybody for, for criticizing you, you know, stop getting mad when somebody tries to come at you, you know, it's, it's like, it's levels to the game. And I think it's because he represents a different side of hip hop of the lighter, much lighter pigment. And he he feels like he he still has to sort of fight for his spot. And it's more hindering towards his career and legacy than helpful. I think like I could appreciate I believe it was the song Zeus on Needed to be murdered by where he was talking about longevity and how like a lot of the artists that we like listen to today, like they're gonna like deal with the same problems he has now. I think that's like if he does continue to release music, that's the step you need to take. You need to realize that like you like you done stepped up to like a different level. You're the grandfather. You're a grandfather of modern hip hop now, and you need to like talk about being like that the longevity, not complaining about longevity, about how hard it is. You need to just talk about longevity and just give lessons to the newer artists and just be prepared. Just like, you don't have to be hungry no more. You've been satiated several times over. People keep giving you their plate. It's time for you to just sit back, observe, comment when you need to comment, but you don't need to be coming out every year. You know, the only time, the only album I want to hear from him now is it's only one of two requests. Do the Mathers LP three and retire, or the Shady LP two and retire. Or hell, give us the Eminem show too. The problem with this is that uh, see, and I feel like the reason why there's a shift, um, Eminem, the Eminem that you, that most of us grew to love and enjoy listening to that Eminem wouldn't really be able to just be like boom album now because let's say he was to drop a slim shady LP two one it wouldn't be as good as the first one two he wouldn't be able to do half the things he did in the first one three he would get so much more hate than what he already does for simply being like like the dislike that they got for side B which I mean it wasn't great but the, the um Back, not backlash, but the reviews and like what they what they gave him. Like, I was like, it's not good. 
Imagine what they would do to a Slim Shady LP too. If he was to come with the same with the same energy that you loved him for in the first one, it wouldn't work. Same with the Marshall Mellies LP one. I was surprised he even did it too. I was surprised he even got away got, got away with some of the songs he even did between the years of twenty twelve to twenty twenty. So me personally, um no. Yeah, I don't I don't think I don't the know. I don't think the answer is to go back to what you once were, but to learn. No, no, I don't think that's what he was even saying either. I yeah. just I, I, I would like to I would like to see it, but the problem is is that like a lot of I feel like he's kind of stuck in the area where like nobody's gonna be pleased. So he just drops music because he wants to now, like for like stands maybe, because nobody's gonna be pleased and it's just kind of just yeah. that's just it. Like that's just it. If he I was would, to, I would like to see a Marshmallow's LP three. That would be a good or a cool ending to. If he was to just stick to doing features, like he's been doing as of late, and not and not release another album, I would be totally fine with that. A lot of his features have been great. All of all of the features that he's released over the last decade have been great. From no favors with him and Sean to Lucky You with Joyner to even a homicide with um, Logic and don't get me started on on Logic and Confessions of a Dangerous Mind because I lose it. But yeah, uh, Coffin with Jesse Ray's that was a great song. Yeah, oh, he's even even to go back to the beginning of the, of the decade with. Um, forever. Caterpillar. Yeah. Uh, by your voice to five nine, that was good too. Yeah. Shout out to Forever. That was so long ago, and it's still a great song. And he still stole the show with that feature. I wouldn't say that. Hey, hey, hey! Say what you want. That you song know. had a whole different vibe when he stepped up. What is your toxic trait? Like when it comes to like just either in general and relationships and friendships, what's like the toxic trait you have? Ah, uh, shoot. Let's see. I'm too blunt with people at times. I can see that. People and, and people don't appreciate it. And um, you know, I, I tell anybody that I come in contact with that I'm going to always keep it 100% honest with them. And I'm going to always be real with them, you know, because I don't believe in sugarcoating anything. Uh, if, you, if you want my opinion on something, I'm going to tell you the truth. You know, if you can't handle it, hey, you ask me. You know, I didn't volunteer to give my opinion. You asked me, so you you got what you asked for. And then another thing, because it's only two, um, I guess sometimes I care too much. You know, I I kind of start to grow bonds with certain people, and you know then I see them distance themselves from me and I feel myself 
feeling as though I've I've you lost a part of yourself. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I gotta stop doing that. And recently I have stopped doing that because now I get I really don't care about anything. I don't care about what goes on around me. I don't care who stays in my life and who goes, you know. It, it is what it is. But but that's my two toxic traits. What about you, Prince? Honestly. I was I was just sitting there listening. I I really I can't really say that I mean I'm that far off. Um, I've been I've actually been told like you're just too blunt or you just like lay things flat out when you should try to soften the blow. I don't really like I don't want to soften it because I don't want to like I want to just give it to you as well as possible and just like as it, as it should as it came to me. Um, I'm I I can be. It's, I, I'm not over, not over, I don't know, over loyal maybe. Like, I'm a person that if um, I'm, because I, I, I tend to try to not be attached to people, I end up attaching to, and it, uh, it's, it, it brings me to a situation where I'm like, because I'm one of the people who's like, um, I'm down, like, I, I will join you at any point, at any situation, like everybody, I, like if you're, if we're cool and you with me, I'm with you. That's a, um, a song by Tupac, I never had a friend like me. I, yep. I like it's, um, yeah. If you with me, I'm with you. You call, I'm here. But that can sometimes, like, like it, it sometimes causes me problems because of how I am that I tend to have, intent to be in that that type of like that version of me with the wrong person. Yeah, not everybody is willing for that. Like, with that the wrong person, and I see it as like like I see it as like um, and sometimes I see it as like I'm just helping my peoples, but then like I like I don't. It's like it's sometimes it's, it's not good for me, not good for them. Um, I haven't. I don't know. I. I I don't, I don't know what's all really considered toxic for me. Besides what he already said, I'm just overly loyal in some inside situations. which kind of makes me um, easily taken advantage of sometimes. But that's not really a toxic thing. That's just a weak, like a fault or a weakness. So I don't, I, I wouldn't know. I think it's I don't toxic know. to a degree. I don't, I, I don't think like toxic has to mean like you're the one portraying it. So I could just be I talking. care too much. Yeah. Man, I care I care too much. Apparently. Like I don't know. I expect the same that I give to people to like I expect them to give the same to me, which isn't fair to them. Because they're not me. Yeah. But yeah. I, I tend to I tend to expect the same thing and to come back. It doesn't always happen. I end up disappointed and feeling some type of way towards it. But I'm I'm kind of here to the point where it's like I'm understanding. And it's like, yeah, you're not me. And it's cool. Whatever. I think for me, relationship-wise is I easily move on. Like sometimes even like I haven't like completely gone over the relationship. Like I'll like break up with someone. Like I'll stop talking to someone I was messing around with. And then I'm on to the next person. Because um I realize I love like too much like I, I believe the term like I use is like love for like I love 
being in love and like devoting myself to a person. Like I think like for me, like it's like one of like most the one of the most important things in life is finding that other half or like finding a way to just grow as two people because like just the the effect that um being in a relationship can have is just great for like some people and like often like like similar to like what you said about like being like too loyal it's like I'll just be so in love with a person that I'll not be able to see their faults and then on the other half of that coin I'll like just keep moving on it's just like I've pissed off like a lot of partners I've had because I was just like okay we're done all right pack it up I'm moving on I'm going to devote myself to someone else because like I've, I've never like been a person to doubt a relationship or to cheat it's just like once it's we're together it's you and me and that's the focus and sometimes like it's just like all right I'm moving on and like sometimes I'll say like I love you too fast stuff like that like I've grown as a um, person <clears throat> what no, no you can finish I just gotta yeah. talk but you can finish yeah I've gr- like it's like so it's like the two sides of the coin I have them I have both of the sides of the coin and like I've grown a lot as a person, especially like in this relationship I'm with, I am in now, it's a lot better. It's a lot more understanding, and I've grown a lot compared to when I was a lot younger. But yeah, it's, I think for that, in that terms of a toxic trait, it's it's been improving, but I still know that it's there. So I'm I am like standing now. So I have my two or three, two to three. So one, I I. Though I trust my people, I have a problem not ever, like, not ever considering every situation. So I'm always paranoid that something may or may not happen due to a person or due to um, a place or something. Um, Aside from that, I'll give, I'll lose, um, I open my, I open myself, not open myself up. I open myself up to people. Just like, like, um, like if you're going through something, like come to me. Like if you can talk to me, or you just like I open people up to being there for them. But I shut the, uh, even like just the idea of going, actually like me, like knowing that I may need help. That I like I shut out the idea of going to another person when I happen to be falling down, like going low. Yeah. Knowing that like I've been told that like yeah, like like I've been told by people that they like I could come to them and just talk to them or like like all of that. I know I'm aware, but I still like I sit and allow myself to just sit and suffer because I'm choosing not to go out, not to do what I open myself up for others to do with me. I think like another like trait I have that's like I've been slowly trying to improve on, but I haven't had as much luck. Is like when I don't know you or like I'm not cool with you, like I have to like know you and like trust you or else like I'm, I can be rather apathetic. Just like have a lack of empathy towards people. Like if I'm not cool with you or I don't know you like that, I'm going to be pretty blunt and pretty stoic. Cause it's just a part of me as a person that I have where it's just like, unless like I'm comfortable with you, like, I'm not going to, like, you're not going to see all of the personality that I have. And that can be rough for me, especially when I'm, like, I'm trying to, like, meet new people or, like, get new friends. Like, 
that like reservedness can be like shocking or like off-putting to some people and like it's something that I have to like understand is a part of me but it's not all of me completely yeah you're getting sentimental where's the toxic traits like where's like you have any future tendencies tendencies no I don't um I have a problem with hurting hurting uh women I can't do it is it a problem or is it just because the women you dated? The problem with me, I mean, granted, I I was stuck on one person for two years despite being despite every time I broke up, when we broke up, I went to with somebody else. But speaking of that, I guess uh I was hella toxic with Don't don't say no names, dog. <laughs> Elizabeth. <laughs> You should tell. Uh, I was like, I re- she recently, uh, recently called me not too long ago. But we're because beyond that, I kind of after I wanted to find out what she called for, hung up. You don't talk, but I mean, with her, I was probably toxic. I mean, I kept going back into a situation where I was well aware that I'd probably get hurt, but I was fine with it because I just kind of always saw her. Yeah, that, that's that's so like true. overly attached. Yeah, like I, I've dealt with the same thing with the. Uh, we're gonna call her Danielle. That's a good one. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> like you know, it was like you had two, I had three years, and it's just it's just like that blindness, like for love that like I felt, and like you just don't notice the same signs, especially I think for like young men, like we don't notice the same signs when we're really like in love with someone, and like. It like it put me through a lot, especially like mentally and physically, and I, I just didn't like develop as much as I should have if I weren't in relationship with that person. But like looking at it now, I can like like I've gotten over like any like past aggression or like, anger towards that person. I can only say thank you to that person being a part of like my formative years and like allowing for me to become the a lot better and like more open and like the more like the de- development forward person I am now because I've seen what it's like when you're in a toxic relationship and how just shallow your life can be and how slow you can be towards growing so like you know I can only hope that person has felt the same way but you know I've grown a lot yeah we're not going to talk about my relationship history. now come on let's hear it we uh, as many a times as I was done wrong. Hey, I been my first two relationships, the girls cheated on me. Man, I don't, I don't even. I got done wrong twice by the same girl. Same. And I knew it was going to happen, but I denied it. You that's, know, that's just young men. Like we just, we just get into like I don't see the same in like young women. Yeah. Like if I was like another hot take, a hot take I would say is that when you're young, it's the females breaking hearts. When you get older, it's the men breaking hearts. That's like, that's a fair statement. Like young men, we just get so wrapped up in women. Like sometimes you just like you just gotta stop thinking with your dick. Like you just are so <laughs> enraptured. Hey, all right, no, no, <laughs> don't, don't like mistake a, me for you. 
Hey, what you mean? What you mean? Because, like, see, the, the, difference, the difference between me and you is that the person that I was stuck on, right? I'm not saying that this is what happened to you, right? Or like, it's not what happened to you. And I'm not saying that you thought with it, but the person that I was stuck on, I had absolutely no desire to take her cheeks. <laughs> I'm, it's right? like, like, when I say, like, stop thinking what I did, it's like not in like the colloquial terms. I just, I, when I say that, I mean, like, it's just such like a basic and primal reaction to the point. Now, I'm not saying it's like it doesn't have to be sexual. It's just that basic interaction. Nah, Raji, I think that's just you. What you listen, mean? I'm listen, not. It was listen, a bad man. analogy. It was a bad. Listen, listen, the girl that 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 did me wrong. We we did some things. Like, look, good for you. I got did wrong and didn't do jack for it. Let's just put it like that. It was it was good. It was fine, but like you know. Well, I did things they weren't they weren't things you can talk about. You know we yeah we ain't we ain't gonna talk about that. But like hey. you know you know <laughs> you know. I hope none of them listen to this dang podcast. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna send you tomorrow. Oh, you crazy. <laughs> Yeah, we. I say send it to mom, but nah, that's a that's a whole lot of drama. I ain't trying to get reinvolved with. I ain't doing that. She worked for the police. Oh damn! Whoa! <laughs> yeah, her family part of the military. I'm straight. No, I didn't say military. I said no, she talking, worked. For the I'm talking about me. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. I'm straight. And the dude that she that she is dating right now. She he also works for the police and dang. he's and he's of the lighter shade. Oh dang, she went for a white dude. Yeah. I'm a major mine because she called me at 2 34 in the morning. So <laughs> no. Did you did you listen? Okay. Speaking of calling people at two in the morning. So last week was my birthday, December 16th, right? right. Um um, the day before, this girl called me. Well, well, the morning, two mornings before my birthday, this mm-hmm. girl calls me at two in the morning. Now, mind you, I don't stay up at around two in the morning. So I was highly upset that she even <laughs> called me that late. Then she called twice, and I was pissed about it. So she calls me the next evening and I immediately tell her, I'm like, yo, yo, like that really like pissed me off. Like, like, you know, good and well, I'm, I'm not going to be up when you call that late and you almost got blocked. (laughs) Like, Like, so serious. So then she obviously got in her, in her feelings and everything. As they do. and so she was just like, well, go ahead and block me then. Go ahead and block me then. And she just went on and on and on about it. Now, I'm, think, I'm thinking, you know, I'm going to get That's when you need to start this. recording. Yeah, you know, I'm just thinking, like, I'm going to get past. We, we passed this now. I got what I said. I got what I needed to say out and everything. We cool. But she just kept going on about it. And I'm like, I wasn't going to block. I wasn't going to block her or anything i still haven't but she decided to get wrapped up in her feelings and she hung up on me 
and never called back. And I haven't called her since. So don't. Yeah. Yeah. So now it's like I don't want to have anything to do with her because I was talking to her heavily at one point. After your relationship with her was done or just when you were in a relationship? Oh no, 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 no. We was never in a relationship. Oh dang. Yeah, we we was this was just talking. I feel, you know, cause she go to school down south. Oh, I'm, I'm up north here. So, did you speak not not speak to me about that? But did you speak to me about her before? Yeah, she dating a southern white police officer. You <laughs> know. That's well. Hey, man. They're like, you're treading on thin ice, buddy. Come on now. But, you know, but, but see, look, look, here's what happened with me, though. Here's what happened with mine. This is the one that I was in a relationship with. She called at 2.34 in the morning. I didn't answer. I was asleep. Why would I be woke to call talk to you at 2.34 in the morning? So I called back. when I because I, re- I started a missed call the next day at like 10. So I, I'm taking out the garbage and I call back. I, I'm, I, like I said, I open myself up to like if something's wrong or something, you can talk to me. So I'm thinking something wrong because we. I'm like, why would you call me at two thirty four? Because the only only time she ever even did that was because like the only time we talked past ten was because she was in her feelings or she was trying to catch me catch me in her net again. So I called. And I'm like, what's up? Would you call me at two thirty four in the morning? And she told me for general conversation. And those <laughs> words, that's what that's all she said for general conversation. That's a trick. At 2 34 in the morning. I'm like, you called me at 2 34 in the morning for no. No. And this is usually she she gets into something. It fails. Cause I'm the only person that whenever she texts me or came to me, I saw it as an opportunity. I I fell in to the next. I was I was sitting there like you can't have been calling me at two thirty four a.m. for general conversation. That's that's, that's right. Lying. Yeah, well, yeah. With my with my ex, it's like there was so much drama when we broke up. I hope she never gets the idea to call me. If she in a relationship, <laughs> I wish you the best, but don't call my phone at all. <laughs> See, I'm going to be like, I don't think my girlfriend would appreciate it if I was talking to you. Yeah. I want a girlfriend, but I'm just like... Don't rush it, you know. They, they don't deserve me yet. <laughs> Are you saying black women don't deserve love? <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't mix up my words now. Don't mix up my words. That was the most craziest thing I've ever been told when I said I would date outside my race. Oh, you saying black women don't deserve love? What? I never said that. Listen, and I am open to dating outside of my race. Has no one ever told you that? I was so confused mm-hmm. when I heard No, that. no, they've never said that to me, you know. But but you know, see when I when I broke it down, I just made sure that they understood. I love I love my black women. Hey, I love them, you know. I'm with one right now. You know, if my preference is to be with a black woman. But I'm not immune to dating outside of my race. Anything is possible with me. 
I don't yeah. think I have a particular preference in terms of race. I'd say in terms of like beliefs and stuff like that. But like in terms of race, it don't really matter for me. It's like I've talked to like girls like outside of my race, and like I haven't had any like full on relationships because since I've like mostly been predisposed to black women due to where yeah. I'm from. But I would. It's like with me, it's like I really don't care what your race is. It's do we have that connection? Do we have that sense of we can move forward? Because it's like, for me, it's like, I eventually want to get married. It's going to take a lot for me to get down on one knee. Don't, don't get me wrong. But it's just like, I, eventually I do want to get married. So it's it's going to take a really special woman to do that. And so far with my current relationship, it's been going good. So we'll see, you know. But I've, I've talked to girls of plenty of different races. And for me, it's just like, I don't know about you guys, but like, when I, it's the feminine, it's femininity for me. It's never been, well, I need to have a girl that's specifically this size or this shape. It's like, for me, like the main thing is your beliefs and whether or not you have drive towards the future. I feel it. Mm, I mean, I am with a black girl now and I'm not like regret like I don't regret it but in the event that I wasn't toss me to a white girl that's, that's just where I'm at like, that's just where I'm at we, we observe the facts all of my bad relationships have been with black women that's that's not that's not a that's not a proper consensus that's not a good study I mean I mean for me I've only I've only been in relationships with black girls. And there's, n- and there's nothing wrong with that. I love all of them. Respectfully. You know. I just feel like black women need to have more confidence. It's like because like, I see like plenty of women. Like, I don't, like, I think once you get wrapped, wrapped up in like these movements like the black girl magic black is beautiful it's like you're submitting to yourself that you believe you are less and that you need this movement to back you up in order to feel special you do not need to wear a love my melanin shirt you need to just love yourself like you need to let your skin go because that's skin deep and just focus yeah. on you like it really doesn't matter that one what one or a couple of dudes say because there's plenty of people who love you. And like once you get off the factor of race, and this goes for pretty much anything, your life just improves because you've gone past this primitive tribalism that we've had in human society for years. I gotta say before we uh, wrap it up, like what are your New Year's resolutions? Or do you think they're a waste of time? I would say I'm gonna get in shape. <laughs> because I detected tested that that was. Yeah, I've been because I've been slacking. No cap. Like, like this time last year, I was at a I was sitting at a good one ninety two. Now I'm at 235, and it's like, what? Brother, it is, but it is. It's like for me, it hasn't been like that bad because, like, it won't. I was like one, I only like, like my lowest, like 130, not 132, hell no, like 232. 
and now I'm at like 48, so it's been rough. But like it normally stabilizes like 240. So I'm gonna yeah. keep working on it. Yeah. Like for me, it's like once like colleges get back open, you can go to the fitness center. I feel like I'll lose quite a bit of weight because that's not like I don't want to exercise. But, like I get my best my best exercise in the gym. Like I can't like lay down on my my bedroom floor. Like oh yeah, let's get these push-ups down. It's just for me, it's always the atmosphere of like where I am, which gives me motivation. Like, right. I, well, I'm not at school. I'm not getting the same motivation in my room compared to when I'm actually at school. It's the atmosphere for me. That's a big one. For me, so I, oh, go ahead. So I guess for me, like a, a New Year's resolution that I would personally have is just I don't, I don't want another year like this one that we're in i want the year to at least be somewhat better you know true i don't here to be a learning lesson for you yeah i want that to be taken as a lesson to not just um us as a country but the entire world you know Mm yeah that it's a lot of it's a lot of stuff that can that can spread out here it's not always safe you know so you gotta you gotta be on top of stuff and uh super gonorrhea is is coming around so like for all y'all out here having sex wrap it up please let's not let's not do this (laughs) super yes yep that is a thing it's resistant to normal a treat like to super saying yes it's yeah. it's evolved and they are saying that it's covid related oh like covid related in like terms of like the viral strain or like covid related cuz people out here wilder be more so because of the viral strain yeah oh wow huh, i wonder if like if they want a research in covid are they going to like perhaps get some sort of blueprint you know yeah. Like for me, my New Year's resolution is I want to release uh one video a week. Like I really want to like grow like my like my YouTube endeavors and like my my other big goal is to release one song for each season, like vocals, everything, just one song for each season: winter, summer, spring, and fall. I'm not like trying to like go crazy and be like a oh, year I'm gonna have like an album. Like I know I have to ease myself into it, but I, and I also want to enjoy it. But like I know if, like for me, it's gonna be building that prop that uh the platform before I start releasing a whole bunch of music like crazy. Like I wanna build like a platform and then like I wanna build a big platform as a per- not only a person, like a podcaster, as a gaming channel, stuff like that, but also and like then I want to become like a musician. So it's just about balance for me. What about you, Prince? I don't have any New Year's resolutions. I don't believe in them, but I say I did. Um, I need to get back into getting into shape because I was on I was on the road for the first half year until I yeah. fell down and fell victim to 
the gloom that everybody else had and just stop and quit. Like I was, I yeah. was, I had bike, I was bike riding, doing push-ups, sit-ups, all that. And then I was like, wait, because the world was like, wait, swerve, stop. And I'm like, well, I guess we're just not doing it again. So I'll get back into my original routine and go back on my journey to find inner peace. Not that I ever left it, but I got deterred. Kind of just strayed off the path. So inner peace is my main goal. Yeah, I wouldn't say I've reached inner peace yet. So I think I'm 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 moving there. And it's like because I'm just like right now, like my big focus, like my inner time, like my long-term goal is to write a book. And I want it to be nonfiction. I'm not exactly sure what it's gonna be about, but I have like a lot of ideas that I want to expound upon. And really, like, it's just big on me, like, gaining, like, my purpose, like, finding out, like, what's what's my goal in life. And I think I found a facet of it, but I'm not exactly sure. So I think the Nick, the new year is going to be a lot about growing and completing that purpose. All right. I think we've uh, come to the last topic. How was whole lot of red? Ass. Whole lot of mid, whole lot of skills. The buck with you, I ain't even gonna get into that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care. Listen, I don't care if Kanye and Future were on there as features. It sucked. I think, Man, like, let me tell you something. Dismissing the hate is that like, I think there was a lot of like overwhelming hate. There was a lot of overwhelming love. It's not terrible, but it's just not worth that long of a wait. Like y'all, like y'all really let Cardi and Uzi hype up their next releases this year, only for them to drop, and it was nothing but mid to garbage. A lot of red was the Grinch to sell Christmas changed my mind. Like, <laughs> like y'all really thought that was gonna be a good Christmas gift, and it arrived. Uzi did better than Cardi did. He did. He did. And Prices is one of the best songs this year. But yeah. Yeah, that was that was a good episode. Yeah. yeah, it was real good. Let's chill out a couple minutes. So thank you so much for watching, guys. Hope you appreciated this episode of the podcast, episode five, last one that we record for this year. Next year, you're going to have a lot of big things coming out for not only the, the podcast, but also the channel. Follow us on Google Podcasts, for Spotify, on Radio Crusher. We're, we're on a lot, but uh, Apple, Apple Podcasts still refuses to join up with us in the partnership. So, you know, screw them for now. But uh, yeah, follow us on Spotify, YouTube channels. All that's going to be in the link in the description. Google Podcasts. Just, you know, I want you guys to be prepared for the new year. It's going to have a lot of upcoming challenges. But I think as a, as a group of people, we've grown a lot throughout this year. Or like we've just, a lot of things have been destroyed and have to be left behind. So I think 2021 is going to be the year of reconstruction and growth. So hope you guys enjoyed so much. If the, my, my guests want to say anything. But uh, yeah, thank you guys for watching episode five of the podcast. Um, peace and love. We will see you guys in the new year. Yep. Take care, guys.